Film Review. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, everybody. And today, we'll be reviewing that awesome um, standalone sequel or something. It's not a sequel. Well, sort of standalone. It's a standalone movie. Movie. On the Frankenstein theme. It's called The Bride. It's a 1985 British-American horror film. Yeah, this would probably be our... um, Third um, film that's probably relates to Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. We had done a couple, haven't we? We've yes. already done um, so far. We've done Frankenstein: The True Story, and we did The Gothic, which is about a bit of a biodrama to Mary Shelley yeah, itself. Yeah, before Byron and Mary Shelley and Percy Shelley and a cast of thousands, man. Yeah. <laughs> or not really. Well, not thousands, but yeah, yeah. but quite. Good group of people. <laughs> so Okey-dokey. this is sort of more of a standalone type mo- movie. It is. Now move on from standalone. Yes. So <laughs> it's sort of a like br- Bride of Frankenstein, only a little different. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It, it's actually back in the olden days of Universal Studios, they did Frankenstein, and then they did. I think the second movie was the Bride of Frankenstein, I believe. Mm-hmm. Now this is similar. But not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got the same idea for a theme, but they've done a totally new script for it, and it's um, yeah. um it doesn't stop them to yeah. bring in Boris Karloff. Hmm? What it doesn't stop them from bringing back up Bor- 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 Boris? What do you mean bringing back Boris Karloff? What are you talking about now? Didn't he star in um, Bride of uh, Frankenstein, the old one? We're not talking about the Universal Studios Sorry. movies. We're talking about. This one, yes, Fra- he played Cranky Frankie for several movies. I think uh, Glenn Strange took over, and I mm. think even Bill Lugosi had a go at playing Frankenstein, and possibly, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, um, uh, the other guy. No, I can't um, Lon Chaney did it once. Okay, so yeah. who so, yeah. Um, makes this movie? The aha, uh-huh. this one here. We'll get back to here. Mm. Well, bring. You come forward in 1985, and now directed by Frank Rodham, R O D A M, and it was written by Lloyd Fonville. Mm. Fonville? Well, mm. Fon, yeah, whatever. F O N V I E L L E. So, who stars in it? Aha, now, this is a good, interesting bit. Now, mm. for all you music uh, people out there who like music and stuff, um, mm. a guy called Sting. You know him in the uh, band P- Police. The police, and he's standalone stuff. Uh, he start, started in England, went to America, so he's been around. I think he's still around, might be still playing. So Sting plays the main role of Baron Frankenstein. Baron Charles Frankenstein. We'll get into the names, the first the, the first names later. But yes. Baron Frankenstein, the creator of the monsters. Uh, Jennifer Beals plays Eva, which is the... Uh, the creature, yeah, the, the creature in this movie story. Uh, Clancy Brown plays Victor, oh, what, the, like monster, the monster, who was the original Frankenstein creature, mm. uh, who's waiting for his girlfriend. Okay, mm-hmm. now yeah. there's a guy called David Rappaport mm. plays Ronaldo, the dwarf. Yeah, a nice guy. Just He's a really no. nice guy. Unfortunately, um, about, oh, I think eight years after this, he committed suicide uh, during a fit of depression or something, which is really sad. But, yeah, um, well, it is a bit sad. Poor, poor man. Anyway, mm-hmm. rolling on, Alexi Sale, in our Easy English show, 
Uh, I think he's a recording artist, stand-up comedian. He might he might have even written a few books as well. Mm. So he's in there. He plays a circus manager, Magar. Quentin Crisp, now, he plays Dr. Zalas. He has a very, very, very small part. Yeah, and... It must be the weather. No, yes, um, and no. he's also the distant cousin of Boris Karloff, who yeah. played Frankenstein, as we previously well, well, and, the, and the reason why we say that, Quentin Crisp changed his name. And his last name, his real last name was Pratt. And Boris Karloff's real last name is Pratt. Ah. So <laughs> and Boris Karloff was a bit older than Quentin Chris, so maybe um, mm. uh, one of uh, Karloff's cousins had a family and out came Quentin Crisp. Yeah, so. and didn't you tell me just only a while ago, Mike, that that um, Bor- in Boris's Karloff's um, career, that his parents and his family questioned his... Um, acting profession. No, no, the other way around. Um, he thought he'd be the he he considered himself to be the black sheep of the family because uh, his brothers were all successful guys. I think in the foreign office and different things and that sort of stuff. So yeah, they were yeah, yeah so well, so well, well-to-do family, and they had really good jobs. And he decided to become an actor. Hmm, so he changed his name to Boris Karloff to disassociate himself by name from his family, so he wouldn't cause them embarrassment. That makes a little so, sense. Yeah, so, yeah, he wasn't ashamed of anybody and he didn't think he was anything, but he thought he, he might bring shame to the family's name mm. by having an actor in the family. Because, see. see, back in the Shakespearean days, they thought actors were known not much better than being whores and stuff. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so that's uh, why they often yeah. come up with a professional name in Yeah, the they change the name a lot, yeah, purely, back in the early, especially in the early days. Mm. Anyway, irrespective, rolling on. Yes, so... Carrie... Carrie Ells has a yeah. small role in this. Um, yeah, you may remember yeah. him from the um, other movie, um, Shadow of the Vampire, we did and review. He, and early on in his career, he was in Prince... Uh, what's, uh, he was... Um, Princess Bride, was it? No, Princess, yeah, uh, he was in Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah. He also was... Um, he was a farm made, boy. He also <laughs> appeared in Bram Stoker's Dracula yeah. as um, Arthur... Um, Homingwood, I think. Homewood, Homewood. Yeah. And he was also in one of the Saw movies. Or oh, two of them, two well, of them. Well, quite a few. Well, usually the first one and the yeah. last one. But one I one think the other that, ones. yeah, well, there were a few um, yeah. snippets of flashbacks. Oh, I mean, your flashbacks aren't the same yeah. as starring, okay? But yeah, when he, he was a main, one of the main people in the first movie, and then uh, a couple of ones saw two, three, or four, he came back in as a survivor. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, anyway, irrespective. Anyway, irrespective. Now, and a Timothy Spall plays. Uh, a, sm- a small role again. He was a, yeah. an assistant when he created yeah. the monster, and he dies at the beginning. Yeah. Timothy was also in the Gothic one yeah. we uh, played, re- um, reviewed. He played Dr. as you probably already yeah, know. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's a lot of good people hanging around. Now, mm. most of these people have had um, previous experience uh, acting in movies. However, this movie, uh, before we go too far into it, the budget was $13 million and only box office at about $3.6 million. What a drag. Um, and I, I know why. I'll discuss it later. Uh, gut feeling is um, it, even though it was a good movie, mm. it wasn't commercially suitable for mainstream theatre. Mm. It would have been better as a uh, TV uh, two-part or it's a long TV movie. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, irrespective. Mm. Yeah, another thing about this mm. production, it was... Um, the costume designer, or one of the costume designers, I'm saying, um, is is um, Shirley Ann Russell, who was the wife to Ken Russell from who directed Gothic. 
Well, what a small world it is. Yeah, and she's worked on a number of other film projects with him. I won't mention them now because, well, they won't, well, they're not important at this point. Mm-hmm. Is it, Mike? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, do you want to dive into the actual well, movie? Well, you're the, you're the, you're the uh, orator. You, you get in there and tell the story. Yeah. Yeah. So, our story takes place with Baron Frankenstein and his minions preparing for um, the Bride of Frankenstein or or the well, Bride of the Monster or well, something. Well, yeah, you're getting, re- you're getting ready for barbecue with electricity. Yeah, mm. and this time, in, unlike the other movie, the um, Frankenstein, the true story, this one, they actually go directly into galganism in yeah, this one. Yeah, electricity and stuff, and <laughs> from uh, the, an old electrical storm going overhead, and uh, the good stuff, yeah. Yeah, even the... So anyway, um, it goes on, they, they have a few mistakes and, ju- you know, accidents, and somehow she she's alive. Yeah, and that's and probably one of the main... Yeah, Chris lines that uh, Quentin Crisp had. Yeah, he didn't have many lines. Of course not. He was playing an um, assistant along with so Tim. He was a doctor. Yes, or something. Anyway, the other guy was the assistant. Anyway, yeah. um, how Frank Frankenstein's monster comes in, meets his his um, attended, well, bride, but she but she kind of. Um, is still a born baby yeah, and, yeah. and shuns the brain, him. Brain is a blank. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been out of girls like that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he freaks out and he and there was a bit of an explosion and he runs off to. And the place gets trashed a bit. Yes. Yeah. And, ah well. And so our the young bride is left in the care of Doctor Frankenstein or Baron Frankenstein. And, I say. and honestly, mm-hmm. she's a good-looking woman. He he made her. Uh, to be a perfect woman, and there was not a scar on her, not yeah. like his first creation. Yeah. She was well, quite beautiful. Well, you know what they often say about yeah. first creations? Yeah, well, see, that, was Mark, yeah, that was the first version. This is the improved second model. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she, she was a beautiful lady, beautiful body, beautiful hair, um, but yeah. the brain was, had to be reprogrammed, obviously, yeah. like a child. Yeah, mm. so he begins to program her Teach to make her, her yeah. the perfect woman. A little bit like Pygmalion, yeah, a bit like Doctor Henry Doolittle and yeah. Henry, yeah, yeah, and trying to make the perfect woman in um, from a man's perspective, mm-hmm. and he wanted to make uh, invector Mr. Uh, Higgins, you mean? Hen- Henry Higgins, yeah, but he uh, he, he tried to make a perfect uh, female mm. in a ma- from a man's perspective out of a commoner, mm. and in this case here we've got Baron Frankenstein trying to make a perfect woman out of his own creation, yes. as a man would see a perfect woman. Yes, so mm. meanwhile, um, his, his old creation is running around, and he meets a dwarf fellow named Ronaldo, and he yeah. becomes the monster's only friend. Yeah. And his, his only friend names him, well, Victor, yeah. which means... He will win. So, yeah, so, yeah be, be successful, whatever. Yeah. Now, that's interesting because up until now, the monster didn't have a name. Now, in all the other movies, everyone refers to him as, oh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein was not the monster's name. Never yeah. was. Interesting, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. It was True. Frankenstein's monster. Mm-hmm. But the creature, up until this movie, has never had a name. No, I mean, wasn't Bruce? Wasn't Harry? Wasn't Murkatroyd? Uh, it wasn't. Anything. It was this one here, Victor. The first time he's been named. Yeah, as true, far as true. I'm aware. So mm. he gives him a name, and uh, we soon see him. Well, now that he has a friend, that we see a bit of another side to 
to the cre- to um, Frankenstein's monster. Victor, let's call him Victor. Let's Victor, <laughs> because he's more um, kinder. He even learns how to be gentle. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. before, when he met um, e- Eva, who becomes his bright his love interest, she he never knew wha- how to be gentle or knows. He didn't know anything. He yet. just doesn't know anything. Actually, let's just take it back and just stop this for a minute. In the first movie, I don't know, the Frank Universal one, I forget, I'm not quite sure, but they referred to uh, Frankenstein's creature in uh, the true story mm. as a, the Adam or L- the Adam first man. Adam or Legion. Oh, yeah, but Adam, because yeah. they referred to it as Adam because it was the first man. Yeah. Okay. Now, this one here is Eva, like Adam and Eve. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. It's amazing that mm. Dr. Frankenstein never named the cr- his creation Adam Eva. He didn't uh, yeah, didn't give him a name. No, he didn't. Like um, Arg, uh, run away, mm-hmm. keep away from me. You know, um, yes. that's all he said. Yes. So yeah. anyway, he continues training her. He even um, teaches her things like horses and a bit about yeah, how, how to ride. Yes. There was a yeah. little bit of a nude scene, which was done by her double because yeah, had a body double because Jennifer didn't really want to show up nude. Yeah. So what they did is a, a very good way of uh, good uh, photography. Um, mm. She came walking down some stairs. Her face but, silhouetted. But, but the head was sort of shadowed, yeah. Yes. You know, but, but you saw the body come into view, a bit of a light on the body. She was totally mm. naked, lovely I'm not body. I'm going to tell you how much L- Lovely we'll body. But you couldn't see the head. But they obviously had a wig on to make it look like her hair. And then when she came round to where Baron Frankenstein was sitting, then you saw Jennifer Beale show up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. A very, a very, a very good uh, photography, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yes. So mm. anyway, um, so let me see. Oh yeah. Now, um, Victor and Ronaldo, they go to a circus where they learnt the tr- the trade and yeah. stuff like that. Ronaldo's a professional clown. Yes, sort of like yeah. that. And um, it took a little persuading with the owner to get them th- some to take them wa- on. To take them on. Yeah. They I don't need another clown. Yeah. Another, especially another dwarf. You know, they are okay yeah. with um, Victor because he's what they, they need another person to, to put, the know, tents put up, up and the tents do heavy work and he's very strong. Yeah. yeah. Really strong. Yeah. Another mm. thing yeah. about this um, the relationship between Victor and Eve they both have a psychic connection between their minds yeah, or a little bit whatever. Like, a, bit, a bit like Real twins, or when they when they've been um, born from the one cell, they sometimes have got a, a bit of a mind link somewhere. Like something's happening to one. I feel sad. It's not me. It's my brother or my sister. You know, my, my twin. Uh, well, something like that is happening between uh, Victor and Eva, yeah. and um, she can learn to ride a horse, and he gets the skill. Yeah. He he gets hurt, and she cries. That sort of stuff. Yeah. 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 Like yeah, there was, this, there was this one of the scenes was when Eva's just playing in the backyard or front yard, I don't know where, and she's spinning around like a little child, and um, and as one will get dizzy, and, <laughs> and Victor starts feeling dizzy, like like very sick dizzy. Yeah, yeah, really I don't like, feel very well, and, and, yeah, and, and, and then she stopped spinning and he felt okay. Yeah. He had no idea. Yeah, it's yeah. like they're not only their minds linked, but it's like they see things that. That or feel things. Or feel, yeah, feel things. things yeah. Like yeah. being dizzy Mo- means moods and stuff. Yeah, and like if you're dizzy, you start hmm. feeling a bit of a sickness feeling up in your well, head. Yeah, I would. I, if, I, if I spun around, I'd probably <laughs> fall over. Yeah, like out. Yeah. 
Yes, yeah, and hurt myself on the ground yeah. Yeah, in the fall. Yeah. yeah, he even <laughs> confides to Ronaldo about his love interest, saying that she was beautiful. Yeah, and how he compared her to the beauty to the stars and stuff like that. Like uh, he, even though he never socialized with her, he feels like he sees what she's doing out there. Yeah, and he, yeah, he got this. Yeah, I think he's, he's uh, for someone who is emotionally immature. I think he's building some sort of a love interest with yeah. her. You know I mean, caring love, not sexual love, um, because they um. He, 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 she was made for him and he fell in love with her and that didn't come out totally in the story yeah. well not the beginning anyway yeah um, but yeah. The they, direct- do, they do meet yeah, don't they according to the director he was not f- 100% sure that the um, psychic link was you know people understood it well we did yeah we did yeah. I mean. it's, it's subtle but um, yeah, but when um, later on Ronaldo dies and and Victor's crying, she starts crying. Yeah, like she, she gets really sad, yeah. but, but she doesn't know why she's sad. Yeah, or maybe she had a dream. <coughs> no, in that she moment. didn't have a dream. She felt sad because mm-hmm. she picked she picked up on his emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's sad, so she felt sad. Yes, yeah, so cried. it happened yeah. during an act where he's where Ron Ron. Ronaldo. Ronaldo. I'm sorry, I can't write with my tongue over it. Yeah, um, he's breaking a new tongue, folks. Yes. You know, just watch it, can't do a thing with yeah, it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he's doing this act on a trapeze, and somehow the one of the um, o- owner's henchmen, he cuts his life. His, um, uh, he, he's, uh, he's roped a whole rope. His safety rope. His safety rope. Part of the act is he falls off the trapeze, and before he hits the ground, it, it takes up the slack, and he doesn't. He just flies across the audience. Well, yeah, it didn't happen this time. He fell. He went straight in the seating, yeah. and hurt himself, and subsequently died. Yeah, and he tells Victor not to worry and to follow his dreams oh, and stuff like that. Now, and by the way, before we go any further, the little guy Ronaldo had a dream about going to see Venice because he heard about Venice. And he, he said, I've heard about this place where the streets are made out of water. He wants to go and see if it's for true yeah. or not. So he, gave, he, he gives, uh, in his last moments, he gives um, Victor yeah. this little medallion with a picture of Venice on it. Yeah. Which is relevant to the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. it does play a very big key part to the story. Yes, it does. Yeah, meanwhile, Eva, um, she kind of befriends a, a soldier guy who is... Carrie Ells. Yeah. yeah After around. she kind of met... She kind of um, went out in society and met some of the neighborhood, you know, um, aristocrats. And while she, yeah, in one scene, (laughs) she kind of noticed a little baby kitty cat and she screams. like Well, she she thought it was a baby lion. (laughs) Meaning? Well, no one ever told her about pussycats. Yeah, (laughs) because Victor Frankenstein told her about cats like lions and tigers, but but not about about household pet Not the old Felix Domesticus, (laughs) no. No. Yeah, Yeah, Felix Domesticus, that means domestic cat. That explains it. That's Latin. (laughs) Yes, so... Remember Felix the cat? Uh Aha. Felix Domesticus. Felix refers to a feline. Yes, so anyway, (laughs) she got to know the nice soldier and they developed... You know, good feelings. We think a little bit. Well, they'll get she'll get the warm and fluffy feeling aside meeting. Yeah. And Gary Ulls, whatever his name is, uh, how, I don't know how to pronounce his name ever. Uh, he's not a good-looking young fellow, and he's just after a bit of rumpty bumpty. <laughs> and she's starting to get affections for him 
in the mm, mm, way and yeah. um yeah and, and even sting starts developing some something yeah, yes it actually up until now sting's been quite the um restrained man he he, yeah. he he sees her as a beautiful woman he's trying to do the right thing and say no see i am there as her guardian yeah he even tells his yeah, Ca- yeah. cavell i think this is another character that made an appearance in this movie oh, and, yeah, he, and, and he tries to tell him that 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 the um things between women and men doesn't interest him regarding yeah. her no. But I think he's denying himself and starting his a friend and everyone. A mm. sexual repression because yes. we, you, you see some bit of body language at different stages. Yeah. You think he's holding back here. He doesn't want to do the wrong thing. But yes. Yeah, he wants to be seen as her guardian, not her um, yeah. mm. uh, lover, rapist, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's another thing the director objected to. He didn't want the um, Frankenstein doctor to be um, a sex-driven maniac. Well, he wasn't. Well, that's the word he used. No, but towards the end of the movie, the sexual tension build up. Mm-hmm. Yes. It would snap anybody. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that if it would, it's much more better this way than just... Yeah, it made keep, a good story. Yeah, made for mm. a good for a story. Yeah. And keeping her around for gosh knows reasons. Yeah, and um, it's another point. It's, it needed, you know, as the story develops, so you still needed some closure yeah. on the story. And, and that ga- it, g- it gives Victor a chance to be a hero. Yeah. There's got to be a yeah. key element in this yeah. story. and it works. And do you want to roll on? Yes, sure. Yes. So Victor discovers that um, the owner of the circus and his pal kill Ronaldo. <laughs> and he yeah. gets pissed and he throws the, the yeah. he, one he, of the... He pushes um, a wagon over. ...wagon over in his fury and yeah. kills Ronaldo's... Um, guy who killed him. Yeah, the, but yeah. everyone else sees it as he murdered him. He murdered him. You know the whole authorities and the blah, whole blah. pointing fingers at yeah. the monster thing again. Yeah, Just, no yeah. one ever asked him what happened. Yeah, no. So. and no one even bothered to realize that or bothered to in- investigate whether but this anyway, is foul play or not. So he he scarpers off and runs away, and yeah, and, and then the circus moves on another town. Yes, and he's seen oh, in town or yes. something. Yes, yeah, well, yeah. just before that. Okay, um, sorry. Fr- um. Victor arrives at um, Frankenstein's, um, you know, mansion, not too far from his mansion. Like he's just sleeping in on the ero- on the oh yeah, in yeah. the park areas yeah. or near the mansion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Eva notices him there and feels a connection. Yes, like I recognise you. You're 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 not you're not you're not a strange man. I think yeah, I know you. Like but she yeah. has deja vu. Like she has no remember. She doesn't remember the night she was created. But then again, do you guys remember the day you were born? I don't. I don't either. So anyway, um, he, she hands him a coin saying, "Take this money for good luck." And as they touch hands, you know, you feel a magic, sen- like magic, maybe electricity feeling to no, it. Well, they're full of electricity, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> and she says, Godspeed, and then he, Victor takes the medallion. And he gives it to her. And he gives it to her. And she probably just looks at it and thinks, it oh. looks familiar. Like, deja vu again. And he's, she's seen it in the head, probably, when he saw it. Yeah. Mm, maybe. And anyway, mm. she then heads off, and he heads off. And he, along the way, meets a gypsy. A little peddler guy. A peddler, I think. Yeah, and you he, want a peddler. And yeah. he asks to see some jewellery to... To give to to Eva. Yeah. And obviously it's only glass jewellery, but he sees these nice, yeah. shiny, yeah, uh, this cut is glass Yeah, stones. a lot like, yeah. if seeing as um, Victor and 
is more is childlike and he thinks these are good Pretty? enough for yeah. Eva. But yeah. when he sees the real, real deal, he that, rubbish. yeah, he realizes it's cut glass, it's cheap rubbish. Yeah. rubbish. So he throws in the water and heads off. And, and of course, we, sad, we sad, come sad. to him getting caught by the village. Um, yeah, the police, like yeah, mob. whatever, lynch mob, whatever. Yeah, and gets and dr- puts, he gets locked up. Yeah. In a little prison cell. Yeah. This is the, now, this is where it gets really exciting. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, Eva is kind of getting closer to her cap, the um, the sol- nice soldier. At one point, she escapes Frankenstein's um, mansion to hang out with him f- for a bit. But Baron Frankenstein follows her and, and finds her. Um, Carrie Ills. And he actually said, well, I may do it for sex. I don't really love her. Just, she's just a conquest to me. And... Um, he goes his merry way, and and Victor decides not Victor. Um, Eva um, yeah. finds out the truth from Baron Frankenstein. He gives her his journals. Yeah, it says, "Hey, I made you. You're yes. mine." I so tell you she what reads to do through it, you. and she reads through all the details. And once yeah. she, she knows the truth, she screams, and Victor feels her pain. Yeah, he, poor Victor. And he knows that she must know the truth, and uh, but he oh also knows she's in change too, because. Uh, because the Baron Frankenstein starts to attack her because he wants to say, "You mind? I'm going to have sex with yeah, you." Yeah, before much. he could do that, yeah. um, Eva throws the um, journals into the into fire, the fire yeah. and she asks about where is Victor? Or he where said is he's dead. Yeah, and she feels alone and abandoned. And it feels sad, like, sad, sad. Like there's no one else like her. And yeah. but anyway, Frank, now Victor's but, right. Victor feels her pain when, and also at the same time, Baron tries to rape her. Yeah. And he feels this, so he goes running to her aid. Yeah, and he goes to um, one of the horse stables, <laughs> and he <laughs> asks, cute. and he asks one of the horses there, "Can you take me or something?" Yeah, yeah he asks um, my friend, "Could you help me?" And of course, the horse obliges. Yeah, and that's so sweet. He gets on the horse, and he's riding the horse quite nicely. But I th- we think he's learned how to ride a horse yeah. through Eva's Bef- brain. Yeah, before yeah. this yeah. scene. He tried to ride a horse in the circus, he got, and he, he kind of knocks him off. It threw him off, yeah. He had no idea what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he, in this scene, he kind of, I think he adapted to riding horses. or He wasn't riding side saddle like either, though, was he? No, no, no. no, no, no but no, I think no. he didn't have to. <laughs> so anyway, he soon arrives there. He breaks down the door before Frankenstein could hit his equal before way. Before he can hide the sausage, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah, of course, Frankenstein and Victor have it out. Yeah, they go running through the building and up onto the... Uh, Old, old old tower, tower. where he was born uh, where uh, where he was born yeah and, and they um, get up to the top and in one horrible moment Frankenstein jump you know throws um, a, f- a torch at him and he stumbles and trips and then and he goes straight out of the edge mm-hmm. uh, down ooh, mm-hmm. a long way and obviously Baron Frankenstein is He's no, no more. more he needs a chance to just up his shorts <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so anyway um. Victor arrives back in Eva's room. He sees he softly touches her chin, and then she wakes up. And he tries to walk away, but she calls him back. Calls him back and a says, "It's voice. you." She says, and she asks him, um, "Do you know who I am?" And he says, "Do you know who created me?" And he says, "He hurt you. He's dead now. Yeah, You're safe and, now." Yeah. So she. Um, is finally relieved that there's that yeah. he's, he's here with her, and he, she says yeah. that she has so much to tell him, and I imagine he has a lot to yeah, tell so her yeah, too. To put, 
they put their brains together and they make some sense out of it. Now, it's very interesting. She's not scared of his looks, but actually in this movie, he's not totally hideous. He's an average-looking guy with, with, cuts with a, bit of, a bit of star tissue on the side of his face and whatever, and he just comes over as a bit simple. So he's not over-the-top, dead-set ugly. Yeah. yeah. So they end up heading off to Venice, and this is the final shot that that our director here has tried to reshoot over and over again because he was dissatisfied with it. Oh, okay. And, of course, in the... Ban- the, the part in Venice? Yes. He kind of was unsatisfied with the, st- with the, um, the, end, the ending yeah, bit. Yeah. But a lot of people think it's that, cool. Anyway, they end up in Venice. And look, I would say, we'll, we'll discuss this, because we don't know about the money and different things, but we would presume that either being the sm- smart little thing, because... Um, Baron Frankenstein made, her, tr- made her and trained her up to his level. I think she she, got, she knew a lot more than she was supposed to, mm. and she obviously found any jewels, money, whatever, mm. and took that and, and uh, they financed their trip to Venice. Mm. And they're living quite nicely, we believe, because they they're out there on the Grand Canal or something yeah. or other. And Frankenstein and, yeah. became her sort of guardian and consort, and something consort, rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Consort, yeah. Like, like the Queen, Queen. Um, of Queen England Victoria has a consort. Has, no, um, Prince Queen Elizabeth, the yeah. current Queen. Queen, so her husband is not the king; he's the Queen's consort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, partner. we yeah, hear yeah. Um, Ron, 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 Ronaldo's voice in the background saying, "Follow your heart, follow your dreams." That's the key to everything. Yes, and it was. Because that's what he says throughout this movie, telling him... Yes, I have a dream. Victor, to follow yeah. his heart, follow his dream. Yeah. Ronaldo had his dream, but he couldn't fulfil it, so, so Victor, Victor did it for him. So Victor and Eva yeah. are doing it yeah. for him. <laughs> that's a sweet ending. Yeah, it's a good ending. Yeah, and the house and they got and a cat. I don't, and I don't know why the director was dissatisfied with well, it. Yeah, I think it was a good movie. I, um, mm, hell, what was good? Um, I don't think so. Now, let's I mean, get if it was different, like, <laughs> um, if they changed anything from it, like, um, making, there was even a thought about making the Dr. Frankenstein older. Yeah, I don't think it would have worked, because I think all the stories indicate that he was a medical student and he was who finished his, his studies, mm-hmm. and then he wasn't satisfied with what they taught him, mm. and I said, I don't know how long studies would be, but let's say he'd be in his uh, mid-twenties. Or mm. something rather. I think that uh, works Yeah, but you know, when he finishes his studies, then he started doing his own studies. We'll give another 10 years. Mm. He's been, been in his mid 30s or early to mid 30s. He wouldn't be 50 years old. Yeah. Or something. So, mm. and that's quite funny that that's about the right age for Sting. He was about 35 years old when he made this movie. Mm. So he was really probably ideally cast for this role. Yeah. Mm. Yes, so... A little bit of trivia there, folks. Mm, yeah. Quite right. Mm. Yes, so what else do we need to know about this movie? Oh, lots of little... Uh, there's a lot of little things. Mm. Um, yeah, there's also, yeah. in one scene of this movie, <laughs> was there was a scene where um, Dr. Frankenstein and Cavell and Eva were discussing... Um, pr- pr- what's it called? Prometheus. Unbound. Unbound. Yes. Yeah, and they thought it was. They were talking about how whether or not it was John Keats or Shelley's. Yeah, well, uh, well, actually, I think that uh, Baron Frankenstein said it was. Was it Shelley? Yeah. Yeah, and he said Henry Clavell or someone was saying no, it's Keats, and and she came past say, it's Keats, and he's. he's no, how would you know? It's Percy Shelley. Oh, Percy Shelley. Sorry, yeah, Percy mm-hmm. Shelley. Yeah. And and they said, what would you know? And she went there and grabbed the book, picked mm-hmm. it up. 
Well, right in front, he's yeah. letting walked off. Yeah, just so you guys know, um, yeah. this book was um, done in 1820. Which is a couple of years after, two years later. Yeah, three years before um, Mary two wrote. Years, no, two years after. No, it was made in 1820. Frankenstein was written in 1818. He did this one in 1820. It was two years after. Okay, so he two <laughs> years after Fra Frankenstein, yeah, the modern he just borrowed, he, he borrowed the name. And this was a closet the drama yeah, he wrote. I was looking it yeah. up the other mm, yeah. day, and several people made the distinction that Prometheus Unbound was Frankenstein. No, it wasn't. No, it, it, was, it, was, it was a closet drama. <laughs> now, for those of you who don't know what a closet drama is, I'll explain it to you. When these people back in those days would write a short play or a short story, they mm. would get together at someone's house and they'd do a reading. It wasn't made for stage. Mm -hmm. So uh, so when you did it at someone's house or in a private function, that was called a closet drama. Mm. And that was this one here, written mm. by Shelley, was a closet drama. Yeah. Mm. Another thing about mm. this mo movie, it was the third in the film films that Sting was doing in 1985. Yeah, yeah, he, he, did was, he did mm. a movie called Plenty, uh, The Bride, and Bring On The Night. Yeah. That was all in one year. Yeah, he did a few. Actually, he was, I think he, he had... All one... Went yeah, no, all yeah, it could have been about the same, same time. Uh, I think he had about ten movies uh, under the belt by the time he did this one. Yeah, I mean, mm. they weren't all major parts, but he mm. was in Dune and different things. Mm. and uh, he, he, he quite a few little bits. I mean, mm. he hasn't had lots of major roles, but when he's done... It, when he's been in a movie, he's... Given a good go. I mean, mm. a good character actor. I mean, he can do ordinary stuff. If Dune, he was in a sci-fi. This one here, he's doing uh, Old English. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah anyway, yeah. the studio later on thought had thought that the relationship between Eva and the young soldier was mishandled. I don't know what that means. <sighs> what do you think it means, Mike? I don't know. You're telling the story. But I would say mishandled. Maybe they could have developed that scene better. I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it really matters at this point because yeah. it was not meant to be about her and the soldier. It, yeah, it wasn't about her losing her virginity, being deflowered by him, just that the fact that she was becoming sexually aware, maybe. Mm. And that's got uh, Baron Frankenstein's yeah. juices flowing yeah. as well. And he started to realise yeah, he wanted to have it. Was, it. Um, mm. Um, I don't know what their interpretation or mishandled or whatever, but... The scene was mishandled. They didn't yeah. think it was done right. Mm. End of story. Yeah. Hello. Unless it was <laughs> the... Um, they thought this her, his gender of why he wants to defraud her was... Um, was he was, was a soldier. To him, to him, she was just another conquest. Mm -hmm. One of many. Mm -hmm. That was it. Leave it alone. Mm. Okay. Anyway, the, the director, after he finished making this film... He's actually taken a number of props from the movie. Thief, I know. <laughs> well, some directors can do that. No, look, if they're going to just go into a, a storage facility, yeah, take a few mm -hmm. odds and sods, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so what do you have to say, Mike? Oh, lots of good groovy things. I don't know. Now, little bits and pieces. I mean, I mean these Anglo, uh, I mean, the American English collaborations on movies sometimes work well. Yeah, uh, I think this is one of them. Um, yeah. The actors, uh, I think, are very good. Well chosen. Sting, I can't imagine anybody else playing this role as good as Sting. Yeah. Sting, to me, is not a great actor. He's a good actor and he suits the parts. I thought he was great yeah, the, playing a sinister yeah, he, he us, yeah. Frankenstein in this. Yeah, they wanted somebody for that period. Mm -hmm. And he can speak well. 
Yeah. And he comes over uh, yeah. as an educated man. Yeah. He doesn't come over as a low-life guy trying to be a doctor. He doesn't come over as a snotty-nosed kid. He comes over yeah. as a well-mannered doctor. And this is like yeah. what we discussed in the past about light and dark, yeah. where Frankenstein, he's good-looking, he doesn't have a, a scars or anything, and he do, there's nothing... Not majorly wrong Nothing with him. major wrong yeah, with yeah. him. But inside, he's got a dark part to him. Yeah. Well, Frankenstein's Victor, well, Victor, on the other hand, he has a good heart and a good nature oh, yeah, about yeah, him, yeah. even though his face tells yeah. you a different yeah, story. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His maker had the, the touch of evil, and the other guy had a, his, his creation had a, more of a yeah. pure heart. Another yeah, yeah, light yeah. and dark, mm. you know, <laughs> film thing. Interesting. Mm hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, um,. As I often say, was it the creator who was the um, evil one, or was it the monster that's that's the um, victim? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, there was seems. Well, the whole point. There, there's a lot of pathos in these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Who do you feel sorry for? The creature, because he was created, didn't ask to get born, and he was mm. he wasn't handled properly. He was chased, beaten, uh, shunned by society. Mm. He was lonely and sad, and they made him what he was. Mm-hmm. A creature of his environment. Mm-hmm. Now, just getting on to a bit of trivia there. Okay, go ahead. Ronaldo, mm-hmm. his name. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what we read about earlier uh, on? Yes, I have. Um, Ronaldo's um, name came from the um, the um, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein screenwriter Frederick yeah. Gol Ronaldo. Yeah, and he was blacklisted at that point in time. So mm. they borrowed the name, we believe. Oh, well, I don't know why they borrowed the name, uh, but it's a good name. It's a good name, mm. and uh, it's a good um, dedication to the screenwriter whom we yeah. that has been blacklisted. But why they picked him, I don't know. But okay, maybe they had... It's a good foreign name. It's a nicer name, eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it works for this yeah. production. Whatever. It, it works good. It's a nice name. I mean, I like there's it. a lot of... Um, Would you call your kid Ronaldo? There seems no. to be a lot of um, hints of of different things they added to this film, like bringing back Boris Karloff's distant cousin in this production, bringing well, back yeah, a, yeah, but bring that, a name. That was really weird because he's a distant cousin and no one would have known he was related to Boris Karloff mm. because Karloff didn't use his real name. This guy doesn't, doesn't really use his real name. Mm. Hello? Yeah, so it makes Who sense. would know Quentin Quint, Quint Crisp was something rather prat? Uh, what was his real name? Um, <laughs> I've got it written down here somewhere, something really ridiculous. Quentin Crisp was Dennis Charles Pratt. And not to mention, yeah. bring, um, um, I wouldn't be surprised that um, people had, they did a lot of research in this movie. Like, um, oh, they should the do. The screenwriter yeah. may have um, been, Lloyd kind of researched his favourite um, screenwriters. T- from Frankenstein to Possibly. to write up the good n- name or two. Mm, yeah. Now, just I, I don't know where all the filming took place. I couldn't find anything. However, uh-huh. some of it was done in pla- a place called uh-huh. Lazio in Italy. So I can only presume mm-hmm. the majority of the film footage was done in Italy somewhere. It did have an Italian look to well, it. Well, it had all the old buildings and things and some of the old uh, villages and stuff were reminiscent. So we, we, I've been to Italy a few times and northern Same Italy. And the, yeah, some of the buildings there were reminiscent of um, Assisi and Florence and stuff. So you got that sort of stuff happening. So maybe, yeah, they did all the filming in Italy. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Couldn't tell you. But I had that general feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So um, do you want to uh, rate this movie now? Oh, not yet. Not yet. 
Okay. <laughs> and I've got a few things. I was digging a few things up here, and, and I think some of those rating sites, um, Rotten Tomatoes and other guys, I mean, they'd run fair in some of their ratings uh, because, I mean, I won't say who said what to whom here, but one of the ratings, uh, based on only 12 reviews, gave... Um, what did they say? Uh, here, Jennifer Beale's performance in the film earned her uh, a Worst Actress Award. Ooh, that's harsh. And I don't think it's the worst actress. She was playing she was just doing the a role, role as a, uh, a new creature. And, and, and we had the same problem with that the High Spirits movie, uh, the girl who played in that movie. Um, mm. Oh, what's her name? The blonde girl who played the ghost. Mm. Um, um, mm. I can't remember now. Sorry, guys. She had the same problem. They got the worst actress. But she was playing a ghost for crying out loud. Yeah. yeah. I even said a snus. <laughs> I even looked up. Some people often claimed in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire when they did the scene where they ride back to Hogwarts after Cedric Diggory died, people kept cr- we thinking that the crying and the... And the, um, and the the um, mannerisms of heartbreak were were just well plain old lousy acting. Yeah, so I yeah. just don't understand that. I mean, have you ever seen people cry of grief? Yeah, you don't know. Everyone's grief is different from yeah. one another's. I mean, when I well, a couple of years ago, our cat got really really old, and we had to have her put down at the vet. Now, my wife and I went there. We took the cat in there. They gave relief from Jackson. Cat went to sleep. We were brave. We paid the vet, walked out. And before we got the car, we were both in tears, blubbering like little children about a long-lost pussycat. Um, I have never cried so hard and bitterly in my whole life. I mean, we had to execute the cat. We had to put her over misery. And that was the hardest thing. Now, a human mean to be different, obviously. But that was just over a cat and I lost it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're gonna have an over the top thing, yeah, maybe that's how people vent and release and get rid of the emotions and stuff. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, have, I, I mean, my dad died when I was twelve years old. Yeah, I didn't cry like not that. Not to mention, yeah, I, I, don't I, know. I don't know why they would say she's um, Jennifer is. La- I mean, did a lousy job because she was in some of the scenes. She was acting like what a child would act. Yeah, and like. she had to, and then that would be hard playing something you're not. Yeah. How can, how can a grown woman, uh, who's not a bad... Oh, she, hasn't, she, hasn't, she hadn't had too many movies, but she was in Flashdance, mm-hmm. and she had the lead role in Flashdance before mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah, I heard that. And that went reasonably well, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how can she be a crappy actor in the next movie? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was pretty yeah. cool, especially mm. um, acting like a child at one point. And yeah, then, it had to be. And then developing into womanhood. Yeah, and then to be a bit more um, self-confident as, and as the movie went through. Too. Yeah. Um, so I don't, yeah, I just don't think it's there. Some of these reviews are fair. It's all oh, based on twelve reviews, or yeah, hello, twelve reviews of pretentious twits who have not, who haven't got a clue what they're talking about. Sometimes, um, yeah, or the bunch of trolls voting on something. Mm, mm. Don't know. So yeah, but be, let's be a bit more fair. These actors and yeah. producers and there directors some, and whatever. There's a good. Yeah. Um, the movie had a good yeah. close. Yeah, oh, there's a great close. And I, I mean, I rather yeah. that than either falling for the wrong person at the end of the movie. And yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, no doubt they didn't kiss at the end, Richter and, and, and Eva, but... Well, no, it, it, wasn't meant, it, it wasn't meant that way. Yeah, but it was a good ending. Like, they they may have... Um, may develop fe- more feelings when they go well, to Venice. Well, we don't know whether they're going to be... L- well, okay, I'll put the word 
uh, tongue-in-cheek lovers. I don't know what creatures can be lovers, maybe, uh, or family, mm, like brother and sister. Don't know, you see. Yeah. It, 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 leaves, it leaves it open for your own imagination. But now, just getting on to the movie itself. How, it, how You've got to admit, though, yeah. Victor was prepared to walk away when he couldn't have Eva. Yeah, no, he didn't, he didn't want to spoil her life, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. As If you love somebody, someone's a good to walk away. Mm. Anyway, now I was going to say something. This movie, I, I might have mentioned before, the budget was 13 mil and only did a 3.6 at the box office. Don't know what it did at home media. Now, if you watch this movie, uh, my gut feeling is it really didn't suit the big the theatre side of it. But as a TV movie or DVD or VHS back in those days, I think I think, I think it was more suited for that. It just doesn't have um, doesn't move as fast as the paying public wants them to move. I don't mind a slow moving drama. This is not a slow moving drama. It's good. But it's not yeah. as fast paced as some movies. But it did have yeah. emotions. Oh, it had a bit. It had, it had a, depth. Had a full story on saying why. Just making, yeah, making I mean, clear why I think. I would like to go to the box office. Probably. I would like to see this at the movies. Yeah, on a big screen, look good. Because there's lots of good scenery and in it and it everything does have else. Emotions. Yeah. It talks yeah. about um, friendship and love and and developing love. Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, you know, like those young teenage movies are coming of age sort of things. Well, it had a bit of that in it, mm. I suppose. The coming of age was for the creatures because they were kids, really. Yeah. Coming into adulthood. Well, teenage adulthood sort of thing. That transition period from being I'm a child of uh, uh, immature emotions and yeah. feelings coming into a more of an adult yeah. feeling. Yeah. I mean, I Victor started yeah. off like um, a kid who, like. If you ever see my niece and nephew, you'd yeah, see so that cute. they would be all about, this is mine. Mine, 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 This mine, is mine. what um, Victor the, was yeah, like when yeah, he first exactly met right. Eva. He's like, mine, all give me, mine. Give me, give me. And he doesn't care if he broke, breaks her or hurts her. Yeah, because he doesn't understand his own strength and everything. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't understand that until he he learns yeah. that to to be a ge- bit gentle with, yeah. with the ones And then Ronaldo teaches him how to be gentle. Yeah, he does. He taught him how to, don't be rough all the time. He taught him how he tried to pick him up, put him, and he said, "Oh, you hurt him." He said, "And he grabbed his hand, and he touched it softly." Be gentle. Ah, oh. oh, and he didn't understand gentle until yeah, Ronaldo told him. Yeah, I think that when he yeah. was, I think that when Victor was living with Frankenstein for a bit, for a while, he was abused, probably picked on, and it was probably one of those abusive fam- father relationships. Where's family services when you need them? Yes. Yeah, kids being beaten up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that it was like that because yeah. he w- he always kept on saying. Victor still has an impression to fire, like yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. But I, don't, I think in towards the end, Victor got used to fire. Yeah, I think he got so uh, he couldn't use uh, Baron Frankenstein could not use the fire as the same sort of weapon he used years ago. Yeah, yeah. He, he probably used it a lot, but when Vic, Victor was misbehaving. I'll burn you. Ooh, fire, bad. Yeah. No, no, fire, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, when yeah. in the right hands. In the right hands. And, yeah, kiddies do not play with matches. Yeah. Bad. bad. Yeah. Mm. yeah, so uh, do you want to rate this movie now? Oh, yeah, nine, nine and a half easily. Maybe, maybe even getting close to ten. Again, I rate these on what they are. If, if it was commercial, I wouldn't rate it as ten. TV movie, and I think it's more of a TV movie. I'd, I'd give it a ten, definitely. Yeah, if this was at the movies, I would definitely go watch it. So I give it a, mm. a nine and a half, nine and a half out of ten. Yeah, too. I think it's great. 
Yes. I mean, it is what it is, and that's, I use that phrase a lot. Yeah. You, you can't compare genres. Mm-hmm. You can't uh, platforms. If you say a TV movie is not the same as a commercial movie, mm-hmm. you know, on, on a big screen, um, same as a TV series, you can't compare to a big screen movie. But for what it is, the same little box, it's a good movie. Mm. Mm. And the acting's good. Yeah. The clothing's good. Uh, Continuity is good. Everything is good about the movie. Yeah, I just didn't do good at box office. Yes, so yeah. thanks for listening to this latest podcast, guys, and we'll move on to a new subject now. This Frankenstein thing is um, finally out of the woodwork. <laughs> well, out of the way, so we might move on to a new movie or TV show. Bugs Bunny. Yeah. That's fantasy, isn't it? No, sure. maybe. <laughs> maybe not Bugs Bunny. Okay. Well, not for a while. <laughs> not for. A while. Now, actually, actually, I'm going to try talk Sarah into doing couple of movies that I want to do and that we might sneak an old silent movie in as a bit of a treat for some of you people who like old movies. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good. Um, oh, yeah. I, I got some good ones. And I, I'm not going to drag out the old stale ones everyone knows about. Something mm. a bit different. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, thanks for listening to this latest podcast episode. This is Sarah Stevenson. And Michael Stevenson. Saying, see you around. Goodbye, guys.